Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Lady Eagles Basketball. Brought to you by MikeDragoSports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Burks, the new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Ian Kelsey. Good evening. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Girls Basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gellif Media. Tonight, your Lady Eagles take on the Lady Raiders of Twin Valley. It all gets started after this. You're listening to Exeter Eagles Varsity Sports coverage on the Exeter Sports Network. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We're coming to you live, Twin Valley High School, Elverson, Pennsylvania, for a battle for the top spot in Burks 2 between your Exeter Eagles and the Twin Valley Raiders. Welcome into the Exeter Sports Network booth, along with my broadcast partner, Ian Kelsey. Ian, say hi to the folks. Good evening, folks. How's everyone doing tonight? We've got producer Jerry Gelliff back from the, the bed, I suppose. Darren, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he's playing hooky last night, Darren. Feeling better today. He joins us, of course. Intern Ava Strauss joins us. I'm Darren Ziner. Ian, we take a look at Exeter's season thus far. It's been a season of streaks. Four straight wins to start the season. Pottsville, Garden Spot, Cacalico, Eastern York. The last Eastern York game that saw Grace Reedy score her 1,000th high school point. Then two losses, Milton, Hershey, and Redding. Then another winning streak, three games. They beat Daniel Boone, Solanco, Lampeter, Stroudsburg. Grace Reedy earning MVP honors at that Solanco holiday tournament. She scored 31 points over two games. And the Eagles leave 2023 at one and one in Burks two, seven and two overall. So we move to 2024, one game added to it. So Coach Derek Wolf comes in at tonight's game they're tied with Twin Valley atop Burks, two at one and one. They're seven and three overall. They open 2024 play on Wednesday 
with a 59-21 loss at York Suburban. Ian, York Suburban's defense too much for the Eagles as they held Exeter to scoring quarters of 7-6-6-2. And to further Suburban's dominance on defense, Grace Reedy was held to four points and also scoring for Meredith Filippowitz, Lily Kepperling, and Leah Schmidt. And Ian, in sports, as you know, you have to have a short memory. That's the type of game you pull what you can from it, you turn the page, and you get ready for tonight. I'm thinking that Coach Derek Wolf probably burned that tape um, this week because I'm like, you have a team that averaged the whole game what Grace Reedy scored average for the season, which is a problem. I'm like, I was just shocked that they were able to do that kind of stuff to Exeter. It was surprising. Grace Reedy continues to lead Burks with a 20.9 scoring average. Meredith Filippowitz contributes seven and a half. Aaliyah Ware, just a shade under seven. While Lily Kepperling, Maggie Kopansky, Leah Schmidt averaged just about four. Exeter averaging just over 49 points per game while giving up 44. They've hit 22 threes on the year. Grace has made 14 of those, Ian. And next in line is Chase Flood with three. They hit their free throws 62.5%. And as we know, Grace is an exceptional talent. But much like Twin Valley tonight, as we'll talk about, Exeter's still looking for that balance scoring, somebody else to step up. They are definitely looking for that balance scoring. And at this point, I'm, I, we've, been, we've been talking about it for the the same thing over and over again. At this point, I'm, I'm just giving up. Like, I don't think anybody's going to step up. It's, gonna, it's just going to be the great Sweetie show until somebody really starts making a stand. I couldn't agree more. Fans will have more pregame comments after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We turn our attention to Twin Valley, and typically, Ian, here's where we talk about the head coach as far as what they've done leading their team into tonight. Some challenges with the Twin Valley Raider girls basketball program is that head coach or former head coach Doug Meyer 
resigned yesterday due to citing personal reasons. This according to MikeDragoSports.com. And at that point, they're going to have co-head coaches the rest of the year, Deanna Gorgon and Matt Hahn. And Ian, you know you don't want those distractions, and obviously this is a big one. This is a massive distraction, especially in the middle of the season where the team is supposed to be getting better and building a program, and all of a sudden the coach is not there. So now the kids are like, okay, what's going on? You know, so now you have to readjust to another coach and their playing style. So it might be a tough night. So the Raiders last season, they finished four and seven in Burks two. They were four and 18 overall. Currently tied with Exeter atop Burks two at one and one in league play. Three and five overall. They're led by sophomore guard Haley Kilgore. She averages 13 points per game. She was all division a year ago, but Ian, the challenge there She's been injured for the better part of the last three weeks. While she is in the starting lineup, not scheduled to start, it's a big loss for Twin Valley. No, it's a massive loss because you, she comes in with 13 points a game. I think the last game they played, they have had 28. And, and those 13 points are huge because the next highest is Wyatt. She has, she has 3.8 points a game. That's a big deal, man. I'm like... That's a lot of points right there. So I don't know how they're going to manage tonight without their coach and without their best player. And you mentioned as far as Andreessen Wyatt, under four a game. Lauren Williams, 3.4. Senior guard Chelsea Hurley, 3.1. So that's exactly right. Again, a similar situation for Exeter, as is with Twin Valley. The challenge for them, of course, is the leading scorer goes down. Now you're looking for somebody to step you're up. You're in big trouble if your leading scorer goes down and your next leading scorer is averaging less than four points because I'm a, I, I cannot believe that she has a lot of confidence in her game at this point. Raiders come into tonight's game on a three-game losing streak. Most recently, you alluded to it, 38-24, losing to Cacalico on Wednesday. The Raiders average 35.4 points per game on offense. They give up a little over 31.8 and through nine games, They've made 33s on the year. A challenge that you, whenever you get that charity stripe attempt, mm -hmm. they only hit 47% that from is, the line. That's a bad number that should be shooting because you went from 78 with Kilogore to 30 to 50 to 47%. That's when you want to make, get some easy points so you can build yourself some confidence. That right there is not going to work and you're not going to win a lot of games shooting that kind of percentages. Ian, we talk about some keys to the game, rebounding for the girls. At times, it's been a challenge. Obviously, Grace is going to be aggressive in that situation, but rebounding something they'll need to focus on tonight. Yeah, we're going to need Kepling and Kapansky and Meredith Flipowitz to really step up tonight and, and bang the boards and not give this Twin Valley team any breathing room. We are ready for the starting five. For Exeter, it's going to be senior guard Aliyah Ware, junior forward Meredith Filipowicz, junior forward Maggie Kopansky, sophomore forward Lily Kepperling, and senior guard Grace Reedy, just waiting for the scoreboard time to roll down. I think she missed. Oh, it looks like Leah Schmidt might be in there. All right, well, we'll take a look. Coach Wolf switching up the starting lineup here. So we will adjust it as we go. So as you can hear, Exeter will be announced shortly. Let's talk something else about keys to the game. 
of course, the scoring. We've already addressed that defense. Now, of course, we've talked rebounding, but Exeter's defense, they must keep those guards out at the perimeter, not allow that drive to the rim. And they have been playing a lot better defense compared to last year. I mean, they're a lot faster up, up at the top of the key with Aaliyah Ware with her hand deflection and Chase, and chase Flood. I mean, if they continue to do that and be aggressive up front with those guards, it's going to be okay for them tonight. All right, so Chase Flood... The sophomore guard will get the start. Number 12, Aaliyah Ware. As we mentioned, senior guard, Aaliyah Ware. Number 25, Lily Kepperling. The sophomore guard forward, Lily Kepperling. She'll be in the forward Number position tonight. Schmidt. Number 40, Leah Schmidt. And, and of course, Reedy. the senior guard, Grace Reedy. Congrats to her on being named the Wyomissing Physical Therapy Player of the Week for her play in the Solanco Holiday Tournament. She scored 14, a 54-31 win over Solanco, and 17 in the championship win over Lampeter Stroudsburg. For the Twin Valley Raiders, the starting lineup, junior forward Delaney Hoover, senior guard Chelsea Hurley, sophomore forward Olivia Schmittinger, Junior forward Ellie Kaplan and senior forward Maya Andreessen Wyatt. So those will be your starting five. Eight minutes up on the clock. The final player being introduced for Twin Valley. And we will go silent for the playing of our national anthem. Ian watching some film on Twin Valley. Now this under Coach Meyer, a lot of five substitutes. So he literally would bring the starting five off the floor, put in a fresh five, trying to keep everybody fresh. Uh, we'll see if the co-head coaches actually follow that or if they have an idea of their own. It's, it's a big drop off when you don't have enough firepower on your team to make that substitution and keep yourself competitive in a game because there is no way that the, the next five is as good as the starters. So you got to get them in fast and then get them back out as fast as you get them in. 
Ellie Kaplan will tip it off against Lily Kepperling. Twin Valley in the home whites. Dark green number and lettering. Exeter in the road dark black, of course, dark black, with the Carolina blue number and lettering. So the tip goes out of bounds. Exeter will have it. Chase Flood will trot over to bring it in. Exeter left to right on your radio dial. So we, we know how they're going to play this game. If I was them, I would definitely double team Grace and make sure that someone else is until someone can prove that they can make a basket. Chase Flood inbounds it to Aaliyah Ware. She's got the dribble top key left to right. Hands it off to Grace Reedy, who thinks about driving paint, gets cut off. She steps back, tries to take a shot, but she's blocked by Ellie Kaplan. Exeter has a full court press on. Kaplan has it. She's driving up the lane, gives it up to Olivia Schmittinger. She goes up for a layup, can't get it to fall, but she's fouled. She's going to go to the line shooting two. First one on the way and good. Second one in the air, it's strong, no good. So the first point's on the board, and as Exeter tries to go in transition after the rebound, they throw it out of bounds, so it'll be a turnover. Twin Valley will have it. Delaney Hoover brings it in. Gets it to Andreessen Wyatt. Back out to Kaplan, bring it near side to Hurley. Hurley trying to drive baseline around Kepperling. Nowhere to go, she loses it. Kepperling comes up with it. It's a Raiders turnover. Aaliyah Ware has the dribble crossing midcourt. Dribbling left to right, trying to hit a, a cutting Grace Reedy, but Grace actually a little bit too far for her. It looked like it was going to go out of bounds on Exeter, but apparently the Raiders got a hand on it, so keep it right here. Exeter brings it into the right of their own bucket. Inside to Lily Kepperling. She puts up a shot, no good. Grace Reedy gets the rebound. The ball's loose up front, finally gets it back, able to put it up, and she scores. Grace's first bucket, 2-1 at the seven-minute mark here of the first. Twin Valley in the offensive set, throwing it around a little bit. The far court pass from Hoover over to Hurley, too high. Off her hands, it goes out of bounds. So Exeter will bring it in. Ian, a little they, sloppy in the early going. They have to settle their nerves down and just, and just play basketball. They, they, Twin Valley's not even pressing them hard. So let's play basketball. Aaliyah Ware crosses midcourt, gets it to Chase Flood on the left side. She's guarded by Hurley. Here's Grace Reedy trying to drive left side, gives it up to Aaliyah Ware for a jumper, 20 feet left baseline, too strong. Twin Valley has it, Exeter full court presses, and as Twin Valley tries to break it, the pass is too high. It goes out of bounds on the far side. Another turnover, and Exeter will have it. Well, they're just throwing it back and forth to each other, out of bounds, here you take it. Chase Flood inbounds it to Lily Kepperling. She gets it to Grace Reedy, who drives on the left side off the glass and scores. She's got the first four for Exeter, 4-1.
Eagles, 6.20 to go. Here's a shot from the far side by Olivia Smittinger. It's too far. Exeter has it. They're on the fast break. They slow it down. Grace Reedy has it. Here's a back door to Leah Schmidt. She tries to put it up, can't get it. Lily Kepperling rebounds it, but that won't fall. There's a battle for it. The Raiders have it. Push it ahead. Here's Smittinger, but nice defense by Chase Flood, able to get back on that fast break. Knock it out of bounds. That was great hustle to get back on the defensive end by Chase. The Raiders will inbound the ball to the left of their own basket. Looking, looking, gets it in. Smittinger has it. She's looking. Over to the far side to Kaplan. Kaplan brings it near side. Hoover has it near corner. They try to get it inside to Andreessen Wyatt, but Grace Reedy knocks it away. Now she steals the pass in the lane, trying to drive the lane. Able to get a shot up off the glass. It falls, and she's fouled. She'll go to the line for one. She anticipated that pass from Twin Valley, able to get her left hand on it, poked it away, ran it down, then was able to control the dribble, go in on the right side off the glass score. She hits the free throw, give the foul to Ellie Kaplan. That's her first. They just have Twin Valley scrambling on the, on the offensive end right now. They just don't have their offense running fluid. 7-1 Exeter, 5.25 to go here in the first. Twin Valley in the offensive set, trying to get a bounce pass to Andreessen Wyatt. It goes off of her shin. It's out of bounds. It's another turnover. Exeter will bring it in. Chase Flood has it. She's to the right of her own bucket. Looking, looking, looking. Gets it to Aaliyah Ware. Gets it back to Chase Flood. Hoover guarding her. Hands it off to Aaliyah Ware. She'll set him up. Gets it inside to Leah Schmidt, who dribbles with the left hand to baseline, but loses control. It's on the floor. They scrap for it. Still going, and finally there's a tie-up. So we'll go with the possession arrow. We'll see as far as where it is. It's the Raiders who will have possession. That was, might have been the longest time to take a call a jump ball in a long time. All of Exeter's points have come from turnovers tonight. Haley Kilgore, we mentioned her in the pregame. Not sure if she was going to play. She's in the game now for Twin Valley. Has a heavily bandaged shoulder and uh, upper forearm. Twin Valley in the offensive set, and as I take a look to see who was going up for the shot, Ellie Kaplan, she's fouled. She'll go to the line for two, didn't get it to fall. Taking a look to see who they give the foul to, and it's going to be Maggie Kopansky. Well. Actually, I think they have the wrong number. I think it was Lily Kepperling that they wanted to give that to because Maggie just entered the game now. First free throw, no good. Second on the way, that's strong as well. Oh, come on. Twin Valley able to get the rebound. Kaplan put up a shot, no good, but Exeter comes down with it. Alita Ware has the dribble. Gets it to... Mm. Maggie Kopansky for a 20-foot jumper on the left baseline, and she hits it. Her first points of the night, 9-1.
And as Twin Valley is in the offensive set, there's Haley Kilgore making her presence known. Going up for a shot in the paint. Can't get it to fall, she's fouled. Give the foul to Leah Schmidt, that's her first. Team third with 4.21 to go here in the first. Kilgore's first free throw is good. She hits her free throws nearly at 79%. Second one, nothing but net as well. She's got her first two. Nine to three, Exeter at the 420 mark. Here's Grace Reedy on a fast break. She stops, puts up a short eight-foot jumper, right baseline, no good. Kaplan has the rebound. It goes off a leg. Exeter gets it. Now a little sloppy play. It turned over to the Raiders again. They're in the offensive set. They get it far side to Andreessen Wyatt for a three. Strong off the iron. Grace Riddy battles, gets the rebound. She's dribbling it all the way up court, right to left beyond three, looking to take it baseline. Gets it back to Aaliyah Ware, who's dribbling left to right. Back to Grace Reedy for a three. She just grabs it, shoot, pop, scores. And Grace Reedy has 10. 12-3 Exeter, 3.25 to go in the first. Kilgore tries to get it inside. It's poked away by Maggie Kopansky. They battle for it. Exeter will have it on the possession. Yeah, I, I'm sure they probably didn't want to play Kilgore tonight, but the offense is so bad that they have to try to put her in to get some spark to it. Chase Flood gets it into Grace Reedy. Grace Reedy returns the favor, gives it back to Chase. A little miss, a uh, little confusion there. Twin Valley able to take it back. Here's Kilgore who stops, puts up a three. No good. Grace Reedy gets the rebound. She's got the dribble crossing midcourt. She's got the dribble, looks to drive in the paint, backs it in, dishes it off. They bring it to the top of the key. Aaliyah Ware has it. She dribbles to the right. Get it to, taking a look, Leah Schmidt puts up a 20-foot baseline right shot. No good. Rebounded by Andreessen Wyatt. Here's Twin Valley trying to push it. Kilgore stops from 15 on the right side and hits it. She's got four, making her presence known right away. Exeter inbounds it. Grace Reedy's got the dribble in their own zone. Get it to Aaliyah Ware, top key left. Kopansky has it now, beyond three on the left. They give it to a cutting Leah Schmidt on the left side, but that's blocked by Williams. It goes out of bounds, and it's going to be Twin Valley ball. Lauren Williams, a nice job for Twin Valley, recovering on that one. Able to knock Leah Schmidt's attempt away. She'll come out of the game. Taking a look to see Meredith Filippowitz in the game now for Exeter. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Kilgore playing catch. Here's a three attempt by Emma McClune. No good. Exeter with the rebound. They push it up. Here is Chase Flood driving on the left side baseline. Puts up an eight-footer. It's blocked, but she's fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Yeah, well, as long as they're not turning the ball over tonight and they limit their turnovers, they should have good control of this game against Twin Valley. 
Chase's first free throw up, bounces around, and it falls. She'll have one more. A few dribbles, it's on the way. It's strong, no good. They battle for it, it goes out of bounds. And it's going to be Exeter ball off a Raider player. So Chase Flood will bring it into the right of the bucket. She's looking, she's looking, she's looking. Gets it inside to Meredith Filippowitz who tries to go up strong, can't get the shot to fall. They scramble for it on the floor. It'll be a possession and probably Twin Valley ball. 151 to go here in the first. It's 13-5 Exeter. Haley Kilgore has the dribble for Twin Valley. Full court press by Exeter. She tries to dribble by it. Chase Flood gets a hand in there. They're going to call her for the foul. It's going to be her first. Team fourth of the quarter. Twin Valley brings it in. Kilgore gets it. She's looking to drive on Filippowitz. Grace Reedy forces her baseline as she tries to get it inside to Colette Lennon. It's knocked away. Exeter has it. Aaliyah Ware gets it to Chase Flood for a three. It's long. No good. We'll see who it's off. It's off of Twin Valley. So Exeter will keep it. It's just too, it's, everything just seems like it's just a rush for both teams right now. They just got to slow everything down. Grace Reedy ultimately has it, steps back for a three, strong off the iron, no good, but Maggie Kopansky with the rebound. Chase Flood runs down a loose ball, gets it to Grace Reedy. Grace looks to drive in the lane. As she picks up the dribble, she's fouled. It is the third foul of the quarter against Twin Valley, so they'll inbound it from the side. Abby Franks in, Lauren Williams out for the Raiders. Inbound to Grace Reedy. She's got the dribble beyond three, looking to go baseline left. Mm. Goes up for a shot, but it looked like it was blocked. Here's Chase Flood trying to drive the lane. Grace Reedy ends up with it. She's got the dribble, tries to go in the paint. The ball's knocked away. They scramble for it. Believe it's going to be a foul on Twin Valley. Their fourth team foul. Exeter at four as well. 49.4 to go here in the first. 13-5 Exeter. Exeter inbounds it. Maggie Kopansky gets it to Aaliyah Ware. Top key to Grace Reedy. Bring it back to Aaliyah Ware beyond three right side. She's looking to drive, but she's cut off. Still has the dribble. Bring it back out to the top of the key. Here's... Maggie Kopansky on the drive. She can't get the shot to fall. Twin Valley with the rebound, but they throw it away. Chase Flood has it. Gets back in the hands of Grace Reedy. She's dribbling left to right, decides to go baseline underneath, but in doing so, she slides the feet and travels. It'll be a turnover. It's Twin Valley ball. I'm thinking that the team, Exeter, should have a lot more confidence playing against a lesser opponent and everybody should be involved in this game plan. But it just seemed like it's just grace the whole time. <laughs> Twin Valley breaks a full court press. They try to get it into the paint, blocked away. Here now they're doubling in the corner, trying to get it away. They force the turnover, but then Twin Valley gets it right back. Here's a drive to the bucket. 
by Abby Franks. And she's able to get it to drop. So there is one quarter of play here in Elverson. It's Exeter 13, Twin Valley 7. We'll be back with second quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Burke's County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. First quarter scoring, Grace Reedy leading Exeter <laughs> double digits already with 10. Maggie Kopansky had a bucket. Chase Flood hits a free throw. That accounts for their 13 for Twin Valley. Haley Kilgore, four. Abby Franks oh. has a bucket. Olivia Schmittinger has one to account for their seven. Yeah, it's, man, it's, it's just a struggle. I, I, think, I thought this game would be a lot easier for Exeter than it, it, they're just making everything hard for themselves right now by not being patient. Twin Valley inbounds the ball. Kaplan has it. Bring it to the near side to Smittinger. They could take it back to Williams. Left to right movement on the ball. Bring it all the way cross court. Nice job, Maggie Kopansky, getting a hand in the way. She knocks it out. So Twin Valley will bring it in on the near court. Colette Lennon has it, gets it inside to an uncontested Emma McClune, but she's not able to put the shot up, does get the rebound, can't put it back in. But she's fouled in the process. She'll go to the line for two. Grace Reedy will get her first foul. First free throw up, bounces around, and it drops. McLoon's second on the way, no good. They battle for it, but it's off of Exeter. So Twin Valley will keep it right here. Looking, 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 trying to get it in. Grace Reedy gets a hand on it, but Twin Valley retains. Here's a three from McLoon straight away, no good. Aaliyah Ware gets it. She's tied up, but she wrestles the ball away. She's got the dribble. Exeter in the offensive set, dribbling left to right. Maggie Kopansky gets it inside to Meredith Filippowitz, bouncing out to Aaliyah Ware on the left. But there's McClune to come up, tie her up. So it's going to be a possession. Exeter will retain. Leah Schmid comes in. Chase Flood takes a seat. 7-16 to go here in the second. 13-8 Exeter. Maggie Kopansky looking, 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 gets it to Grace Reedy beyond three. She looks to drive left baseline, goes underneath. 
can't get it, but there is Meredith Filipowicz to get the rebound and clean it up. Her first points on the night. Here's a shot from Twin Valley, no good, but they get the rebound. Back it out. Here's a drive on the left side. Olivia Smittinger able to get her missed shot back up and scores. That's her first bucket on the night. She's got three. Exeter in the offensive set. Grace Reedy gets it to Meredith Filipowicz for an outside shot left. No good. Leah Schmidt gets the rebound. She's battling. They tie her up once, twice. The second time, possession, and it's going to be Twin Valley ball. Well, well on, on the defensive end with Twin Valley, every time that Grace penetrates into the paint, they're collapsing down. So she has to pass that ball back out for open purpose. 15-10 Exeter, 6.28 to go here in the second. Twin Valley bringing it in the length of the floor, right to left on your radio dial. Kaplan has it, gets it to the far side. They try to get it inside to Andreessen Wyatt, but it's knocked away nicely by Filipowicz. Goes out of bounds, the Raiders will retain, bringing the ball into the right under their own basket. Looking, looking, looking. Lennon tries to get it cross court to Smittinger, but again, nice job, Maggie Kopansky knocking it out of bounds. So Twin Valley this time will inbound it to the left of the under their own basket. Looking, looking, looking. Lennon fires it deep, gets it to Hoover. They go cross court. Now some cross court passing. Looking for the open player. They get it inside, nice defense. Leah Schmidt, Delaney Hoover tried to go up with a shot, loses control, it's Exeter ball. Here's Grace Reedy getting it to Filipowicz who puts up a little bit of a wild shot, 10 feet straight away, no good. It's on the floor, they scrap for it. And this time it's not gonna be a possession. It goes out of bounds, I believe, off of Twin Valley. Exeter will retain. Maggie Kopansky will have a seat. Lily Kepperling in the game. She's looking, she's looking, bring it deep, but as she tries to hit Aaliyah Ware, it's taken away by Kaplan, who drives the length of the floor, goes up with the left hand and scores. Her first bucket on the night, 15-12 Exeter. 5.30 to go here in the second. Exeter in the offensive set, here's Grace Reedy putting up a mid-quarter three, no good. Rebounded Twin Valley. They try to get it ahead, and they do to Lauren Williams. She goes up off the glass but can't score. Here's Exeter on the transition. Aaliyah Ware gets it to Meredith Filipowicz, who's driving baseline. Puts up a wild shot. It won't fall, but she's fouled. Andreessen Wyatt will pick it up. Now, we're seeing them play all season for a number of games, and this just might be the sloppiest I've seen them play all season. Filippolitz will have two. First one she hits. One more forthcoming. It's on the way, it bounces around, no good. And as they battle for it, it goes off of Twin Valley. 
So Exeter will retain. They actually called a foul on the Raiders. Olivia Smittinger, that's her first. And here, as Exeter is trying to bring it in, I think she stepped on the far end line. So it's a turnover. Oh, it's a travel, producer Jerry tells me. So a turnover nonetheless. Twin Valley in the offensive set, throwing it around a little bit. They're going to go over and back. So it's going to be a turnover for them. It was a hard pass here in the near court that was saved. And as they tried to get it back to the top of the key, threw it beyond. So Exeter bringing it in. Chase Flood gets it into Leah Schmid. As she looks for a backdoor pass to Grace Reedy, she's called for a travel. So it's a turnover for Exeter. Between both teams, we have 21 turnovers in 12 minutes. 4.50 to go here in the second, 16-12 Exeter. Twin Val in the offensive set. They try to get it inside. Leah Schmidt does a nice job poking it away. Ultimately ties it up, so on the possession, it'll be Exeter. Chase Flood will bring it into the right of her own bucket. Gets it to Grace Reedy. She's got the dribble. Crossing midcourt now. Far left brings it back with the behind-the-back dribble. Looking to dribble left to right. Now going into the paint. Able to get it up. Strong arms it and gets it to fall. Grace Reedy has 12. Here's Haley Kilgore driving the length of... The mid-court able to get it off the glass and score. She's got six. Here's Grace Reedy driving the other side of the court from left to right before she's able to get the shot up. It's knocked out of her hands. She's fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Kilgore's layup at this end was impressive. <laughs> I was very impressed with that. She is explosive, no doubt about it. Grace Reedy's first on the way and good. Okay, if she doesn't go, this team doesn't go. So she's going to have to start being the attack move. She has one more, a few dribbles, takes a look at the iron. Here it's in the air, and it's good. Grace, a perfect three for three from the line. She's got 14. It's a 2014 Exeter lead, 4.05 to go here in the second. The Raiders in the offensive set. Kilgore gets it. She drives. Nice dish inside to Emma McClune. Puts it off the glass and scores. There's the difference that Haley Kilgore makes. She drew two players to her. Found the open girl underneath. And Exeter in the offensive set. A little sloppy with the passing. Lauren Williams gets a hand on it, but she can't control it for Twin Valley. So it goes out of bounds. It'll be Exeter ball. Lily Kepperling comes out. And we've got a timeout on the floor, taking a look to see is it a 30 or a full? Full. It is a full timeout. 2016, 341 to go here in the second. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. 
featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdie's Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. We are back at Twin Valley, and Ian, you're exactly right. This is the type of game thus far that Grace is going to have to put the team on her shoulders and will them to the victory. She's going to have to, and right now this game's a little bit too close, and you're keeping this team in the game for, for no reason you, when you should be blowing them out. Maggie Kopansky takes a long two, no good. Here's Twin Valley on the transition. Lauren Williams can't get Ooh. it to go. Chase Flood has the rebound. But Emma McClune rips it away from her, lays it off the glass and scores. She's got five, and it's a two-point Exeter lead. 2018, 3-10 to go here in the second. Grace Reedy has the dribble top key, dribbling left to right, steps back, puts up a shot, no good. McClune with the rebound, tries to outlet. They're going to call a foul on Exeter. Taking a look, they're going to give it to Meredith Filippowitz. It'll be her first. Aaliyah Ware comes in for Leah Schmidt. And Twin Valley, just like that, with a chance to tie it up. Haley Kilgore, certainly the spark for the Raiders. They're in the offensive set, bring it back to Kilgore, get it inside, here's a 10-foot jumper. And Dreesen Wyatt, they can't get it. it. Ball floats around, ends up in the hands of Lauren Williams, and she puts it back up and scores. That's her first bucket. We're tied at 20, two and a half to go in the second. Exeter in the offensive set. Chase Flood gets it to Grace Reedy. She's on the far right, triple team. Puts up a shot, can't get it, but Maggie Kopansky, the rebound. Goes up strong with it. It won't fall, but she's fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Give credit to Twin Valley, Ian. Very scrappy on the offensive boards. They're very scrappy on the offensive board. And this exit is just playing just down to that level right now. It's, they're not playing at a high level of basketball. Because we've seen them play during this course of the season, and, and they, they have not played like this at all. Kopansky's first free throw, no good. Haley Kilgore comes out. Senior guard Chelsea Hurley comes in the game for the Raiders. Kopansky has one more. Ball's in the air, it rattles in. Exeter with the 21-20 lead. 2.15 to go in the second. Here's Lauren Williams, she puts up a floater from 15, no good. Grace Reedy with the rebound. Tries to dribble out, and she does. She's in the offensive set beyond three far left. Get it to Chase Flood. They're playing catch. McClune goes down. Grace Reedy drives left to right all the way to the bucket. Can't get it to fall. Here's Twin Valley. McClune on the fast break. A nice spin move inside. Puts it up softly, and she scores. McClune has seven. It's a 22-21 Raider lead. Aaliyah Ware in the offensive set, hands it off to Chase Flood, get it to Grace Reedy, she's looking, dribbling left to right. 
looking to go baseline, bringing it back in. Back to Chase Flood beyond three, three quarters left side, hands it off to Aliyah Ware who's looking to drive. Bring it back far side to Meredith Filipowicz. She drives baseline, puts up a shot partially blocked, ends up in the hands of Chase Flood for a 15-footer, no good. And Hurley has it. Here's a long outlet pass for Andreessen Wyatt. She goes up for a layup. Chase Flood fouls her. It doesn't fall, but she'll go to the line for two. Certainly the momentum in Twin Valley's favor at the moment. The momentum has totally shifted from Exeter to Twin Valley because Exeter keep on turning the ball over. They have 12, 12 turnovers already in this, in this first half. And reason why it's first is up and no good. Yeah, I, I, if I was Coach Wolf, I probably would bench Grace Reading and just have these girls start learning to play without her on the floor. The next one up, no good. Grace Reedy with the rebound. Andreessen Wyatt shooting free throws at 30% going into those two missed attempts. Lily Kepperling has it in the offensive set. She's tied up, and it's going to be Twin Valley ball. Exeter a little slow with the decision making. They get the ball in the paint. They're holding on to it, obviously dropping it below the shoulders, giving them an opportunity to tie them up. And everybody's just dropping down in their lap. So once they drop down, fling the ball back out. Twin Valley bringing the ball up. In the offensive set, Lauren Williams dribbling left to right. She gets to the free throw line, slides the feed, and it's a travel. So a turnover for Twin Valley. They're going to a full court press, are the Raiders. Maggie Kopansky bringing it in, full court. Looking, looking, looking. Brings it to Aaliyah Ware, but Aaliyah can't control the pass. It goes all off her hands out of bounds. 45.6 to go in the second. A one point Raider lead, 22-21. They're in the offensive set, bring it near side. Nope, take it to the far side. McClune puts up a 20-footer. Off the backboard, no good, but there's Andreessen Wyatt. Back it out to McClune <laughs> for a three from straight away, bangs it home. She's got 10. It's a four-point lead. And as Exeter's in the offensive set, Lily Kepperling had it baseline left beyond three. She was doubled, but they call McClune for the foul. Looking to see, I believe it's their fifth team foul of the quarter. So with 17.8 seconds left, Kepperling will go to the line for two. We've got a timeout. Let's see if it's a full or a 30. It's a 30, so we'll keep it right here. But Ian... With what we're seeing from Exeter, again, a lot of, it would seem anxiety. They get a little pressure, then they start throwing the ball around. They start panicking for no reason. I'm like, you've seen this before. I'm like, you've seen Redmond press. You've seen Suburban York press. This is nothing. This, they're not doing anything special here. I'm like, you're just panicking. I'm saying, you gotta put, you got to make a decision. I'll, I'll bench Grace just for a little bit. You guys got to learn to play without her. Grow up. Lily Kepperling 
the officials having a discussion. They've got it all figured out. Lily has it, a few dribbles. First one on the way, and it's good. She'll have one more. Misses the second. And as Twin Valley tries to bring it up, it's knocked out of bounds by Exeter. So they'll bring it in midcourt. 17.1 on the clock. 25-22 Twin Valley. They bring it in, get it back to Lauren Williams. She's got the dribble. Meredith Filippowitz on her. Get it to the far side. Here's Williams trying to drive baseline. Nothing there, so she backs it out. Looks to get a pass inside. It ends up in McLoon's hands. She throws up a shot from the free throw line, expecting that it was partially tipped, but it wasn't. It goes out of bounds. So 1.7 on the clock. Maggie Kopansky will bring it in. Gets it to Aaliyah Ware. She puts up a heave, mm. and it's short, no good. We've played two in Elverson. It's Twin Valley 25, Exeter 22. We will be back with halftime comments after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media.
Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. It's football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. That's what we were taught, service before self. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. It's the Exeter Sports Network. 25-22 Twin Valley at the half. Ian, we take a look at scoring for Exeter, and it's basically what we've seen the majority of the season thus far. Grace Reedy had 10 in the first quarter, ends up with 14 at the half. Unfortunately, after that, the scoring falls off dramatically. Maggie Kopansky, Meredith Filipowicz add three. Lily Kepperling, Chase Flood add one. So something that we've talked about so much mm-hmm. Exeter has to find a way to not rely on Grace. They have to find a way to not rely on Grace. That's what I was saying. Maybe at this point, Coach just has to bench her for a little bit. Start playing without Grace. Because I'm like, you just guys are so much dependent on everything that she does. As soon as she comes across half court, she's working so hard. She has to rebound. She has to score. She has to assist. She has to do everything. I'm like, sometimes you just got to make, I'm going to put you guys on the court start figuring this out because at some point Grace is not going to be here. We talked about Twin Valley having the same situation. They have Haley Kilgore scoring 13 a game. Didn't really have anybody else stepping up. Well, a little bit different situation (laughs) for them in that first half. When Haley came in, certainly you could see a change in that team. She was a spark plug as far as driving to the bucket. And even if she was outside, great assist. She's got great vision uh, got it to Emma McClure a couple times inside when Exeter's defense swarmed to her, forgot about the girls inside. So they probably got two or three easy buckets off assists like that. But she wasn't leading them in scoring, 
it was actually somebody coming into this game averaging 2.9 per game. Emma McClure ends with 10 in that first half, and, and that's, if you're Exeter, that's what you're looking for, and give credit to Twin Valley, they're having others step up. Emma McClure, it just this reminds me of the Reading game when um, that girl from the bench had averaged like 2.5 points a game, and she had 13 and kept them in the game in that first half of the game. This is the same thing that's happening right now. Emma McClune is having 10 points and has kept Twin Valley in this game. And now Exeter is down because of that. Now in the second half, is she, she's, she's probably going to take a step back and Kilgore might st step up. Kilgore finishes that first half with six points. <clears throat> Taking a look, Olivia Smittinger had three and adding a bucket, Ellie Kaplan. Abby Franks and Lauren Williams. So again, just like Exeter, Twin Valley having to look at some players that may not normally step up to have them again with a three-point lead at the half. They haven't, but their players are stepping up. You know, she's averaging 2.9 points, but she's very confident and she's continuing to shoot. We having we have Exeter right now. We have them just as soon as as soon as they want to just give the ball to Grace and let Grace be the hero. But we have got to find one person that is willing to take a shot and be confident about it every time. Another issue that occurred in that first half, and I'll be honest, at this stage, when you're looking into January, you're not necessarily expecting this to be so much of a problem, but it was in this first half, and unfortunately it has been for Exeter, the turnovers. The turnovers. It's, they have 14 in the, in the first half already. That's, that's not a good number. That's a very bad number into going into the first half of a game. Um, like, you said, like what I just said, it reminds me of the Reading game when they had 36 and they just kept two to turn the ball over. This team is not even better than Reading, and Reading wasn't even that good. But we turn the ball over, and we just kept them in the game because we keep on making these mistakes. I'll also say as far as in that first half, Twin Valley out-rebounding Exeter time and time again, getting the second, the third shots, yeah. and then if they don't get them to fall, getting the fouls. Yeah. So a little bit as far as flat-footed for Exeter, they're going to have to be more active you know, in the second half. I, I, I know that Coach Wolf probably doesn't want to yell at the, the young ladies. But sometimes you just have to raise your voice a little bit to get their attention, you know, because they're not playing the Exeter basketball and the quality basketball that they expect them to play. We've got about a minute to go. It gives us time for a quick break. We will be right back. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. I was wondering, you know, if she could keep on because the force has got a lot of power in it. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. 
Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Exeter outscored 18-9 in that second quarter. A three-point deficit as we start the second half. Exeter will bring it in. Chase Flood, Aaliyah Ware, Meredith Filippowitz, Leah Schmidt, Grace Reedy on the floor for Exeter. They bring it in. Grace Reedy has it. Exeter right to left on your radio dial. Aaliyah Ware has the dribble. Get it inside. Back it out to Chase Flood for a three. Near side, no good. Leah Schmidt does a nice job running it down on the far side. Get it to Grace Reedy. She's looking to drive. She's doubled. Back it out to Aaliyah Ware. Here's a two from the top of the key, and she drills it. Aaliyah's first bucket. 25-24, and now she gets hands in the lane, but Emma McClune takes it away from Grace Reedy, and as she goes up, she's fouled. Ian, again, a situation where Exeter does a nice job on defense. They're bringing it up. Unfortunately, a sloppy pass, turning it over. Yeah, you, you just, just be patient and know where that trap is. And also, her teammates got to help her out and let, some, let them know that somebody's coming from behind. McLoon's first on the way, and it's good. McLoon having the game of her life. Her second on the way, and it's good. She's three for three from the line. She's got 12. It's a three-point Raiders lead, 27-24, 7.20 to go in the third. Exeter in the offensive set. Aaliyah Ware dribbling left to right. Tries to get it to Chase Flood. It's on the floor. They grapple for it. McLoon picks it up, fires it ahead to Lennon. Here's Andreessen Wyatt driving the lane. Puts up a shot. Can't get it to fall. But it's rebounded by... Take a look to see who it was. Smittinger. And as she goes up for a shot, it's blocked. Goes out of bounds. So Twin Valley will bring it into the right under their own bucket. They get it inside. All alone is Ellie Kaplan, who lays it off the glass and scores. The Exeter defense lost sight of her. She's got four, and it's a 29-24 Twin Valley lead. Here's Aaliyah Ware. She pops from 20. No good on the right side. Rebounded Twin Valley's Kaplan. She looks to drive, but as she stops, looks for a pass, she shuffles her feet. It's a turnover. And it'll be Exeter ball. Chase Flood looks, looks, looks. Brings it into Grace Reedy, who's got the baseline. Fire it back. They break the press. Aaliyah Ware has it. Here's a jumper right side elbow. And as they go for the rebound, they're going to call a foul on Exeter. Is it going to be on Leah Schmidt? Yes, it will be. It's going to be Leah's third. 6.29, that's Exeter's second foul of the quarter. Twin Valley brings it in. They beat the press. Get it to the far side. Lennon bring it back to the middle. Grace Reedy steps in the lane, steals it. She's got the dribble beyond three on the left. They double-team her. She goes around it, right to the basket, off the glass, and scores. Grace Reedy with 16. Here's Twin Valley at the other end. And recent Wyatt goes up for a shot. Lily Kepperling gets ball, but also the body. So she's going to go to the line for two. That'll be Kepperling second. 
Exeter is going to have to rebound because they don't they don't shoot their free throw well. So, but on that second one, they got to get in there and make sure that they rebound the ball well. And reason why it's first is up and good. Now they want to shoot their free throw well. She'll have one more. It's on the way, no good. Six minutes to go in the third. It's a 30-26 Twin Valley lead. Grace Reedy takes an elbow jumper right and she hits it. Grace Reedy with 18. Step up. Here's a drive on the other end, no good. Aaliyah Ware gets the rebound, tries to get it out to Grace Reedy, but she's fouled. McClune ultimately will get the foul there. So Exeter will bring it in three-quarter court. Chase Flood to Aaliyah Ware. She's got the dribble straight away beyond three, looks to drive. And then as she's trying to get it to Chase Flood. That's a travel. Yeah, that is a travel on uh, McClune, no call. There's a drive in the lane, it's no good. Aaliyah Ware comes to clean the board. She's got the dribble. And as she crosses midcourt, a foul is called. It's going to be the third team foul. McLoon's third. So Haley Kilgore back in the game, as is Lauren Williams for the Raiders. Meredith Filippowitz in the game for Exeter. Chase Flood looks, looks, gets it to Grace Reedy. She's got the dribble beyond three on the right. Looks to bring it in the paint. Drives with the right hand off the glass. No good. Meredith Filippowitz gets the rebound. It's loose. She tries to get it over to Grace Reedy. It's taken away. The pass is too far. Chase Flood runs it down. Aaliyah Ware gets the ball, has the dribble. Five minutes to go. 30-28 Raiders. Here's Grace Reedy. Step back. Three. Three-quarter, and she drills it. Grace Reedy hitting the three. Here's a drive on the other end by Haley Kilgore. She hits it. Man, she's a good player. <laughs> she's a very good player. So Kilgore taking a look at scoring. Here's Exeter. Grace Reedy inside battling for some space inside. Can't get it to fall, but she's fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Haley Kilgore giving eight points. Yeah. She, man, she has a, she, like you said, she has some good speed. She can get to the rim and she can shoot the ball. Grace Reedy, 22 points. We'll have one more. It's on the way. It bounces around and it's good. Grace, a perfect five for five from the line. 23 points. Here's Kilgore driving the entire lane can't get the floating right-hander to fall maggie kopanski has the dribble stops from 20 puts it up off the glass no good but there's grace reedy with the rebound off the glass scores she'll go to the line for one like like we said earlier she has to do rebounding assisting 
scoring, playing defense. It's, it's a lot, man. Just like that, 35-32 Exeter. We'll wait for Grace Reedy's free throw. It's good. She hit him at 79% coming into the game. A perfect six for six. She's got 26, and it's a four-point Exeter lead. Here's Twin Valley in the offensive mm. set. A three-pointer from Colette Lennon. Nobody guarding her. She fires it up and hits it. And just like that, it's a one-point Exeter lead. Aaliyah Ware puts up mm. a shot far side. Good no hustle. good. Saved by Chase Flood, but in the hands of Haley Kilgore. Kilgore driving the entire length of the floor. Nice job by Maggie Kopansky to shut off the baseline. As she comes back, it's knocked out of bounds by Exeter. So Twin Valley will bring it in. Lennon gets it to Andreessen Wyatt. Back to Lennon. Here's Kilgore putting up a three. It's short. No good. Kopansky had it. It ends up in the hands of Aaliyah Ware. She's tied up. And it's going to be another possession. You get a scrappy team like Twin Valley tying you up all the time, you've got to be a little more disciplined yeah. as far as where to go yeah. with that basketball yeah. once you have it. And also, get your elbows up. Get your elbows up. Here's a drive in the lane by Lauren Williams. The shot no good. It ends up in Aaliyah Ware's hand. She's looking to drive the lane. Goes around. Can't get the layup to fall. Goes off of an Exeter player. And it's going to be Twin Valley ball. But you, I do like the fact that they're being a little bit more aggressive, and it's not just Grace. I'm like, like Coach told him, step up. Somebody step up. Kilgore has it looking to drive the lane, going left to right. She goes baseline, fire it back out to Lauren Williams for a 12-footer baseline left, and she hits it. That's her fourth point on the night. 37-36, Exeter almost throws it away again, but it ends up in Meredith Filippowitz's hands and then a timeout on the floor by Exeter. We'll see as far as if this is a full, indeed it is. We'll step away for a quick break. The Raiders have a one-point lead. It's the Exeter Sports Network. It's late, it's late, we gotta get on home, it's late. It's football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network. 37-36, Twin Valley. In a situation where Exeter certainly in this game just need to slow it down, like you said. Get get the rebound, be confident, get those elbows up, and see the passes yeah. when you're in the offensive set. You have set. to see what you're, where you're going. So here's Maggie Kopansky. She almost loses it, but she gets it to Meredith Filippowitz. Chase Flood puts up a three near side. No good. They battle for it. Lauren Williams comes away with it, gets it ahead. 
to Haley Kilgore ahead of the group. She puts it off the glass and scores, and just like that, she's in double figures with 10. 39-36 Raiders. Lily Kepperling tries to put a shot in the paint. No good, but it's off of Twin Valley. Yeah, I'm noticing that Exeter players are like dribbling with their heads down to the floor and not seeing the court at all. Chase Flood comes out. Aaliyah Ware comes in. Maggie Kopansky bringing it in to the left of the bucket. They Nice pass to Meredith Filipowicz. Just outside of the paint on the left side. She goes up strong. Can't get it to fall, but she's fouled. She'll go to the line for two. There's the aggressiveness that you talked about. She got it. She was strong to the hoop. She, she, she's, she could be one of the players that actually could be that X factor if she just become more aggressive on the offensive end also because she plays good defense and she rebounds the ball. First free throw up and good. She'll have one more coming. That one's strong, no good. Kilgore pushing the issue for Twin Valley on the other end, went baseline, tried to put up a 10-foot shot. It was blocked out of bounds. So keep it right here. Twin Valley will bring it in. Looking, looking, looking. They bring it in. Lauren Williams thinks about a three. Grace Williams comes out on her. She loses the ball. It goes out of bounds. It's a turnover for Twin Valley. And Exeter will have it. You can't say Twin Valley isn't trying to help them. They're definitely trying to help them, but it, it, it's just, I don't know what's going on tonight, man. It's just the turnover is just a, a really bad. Aaliyah Ware brings the ball up, gets it to Grace Reedy. She's beyond three. She is being hounded by Kaplan. Get it inside to Aaliyah Ware. She dribbles under the basket. Out to Meredith Filippowitz for a 20-footer on the left side. No good. Lily Kepperling comes in with the strong rebound. Get it to Maggie Kopansky. She tries to get it up. No good. Sorry. It goes out of bounds off of Twin Valley, so Exeter will have it. Maggie Kopansky bringing it in. She's looking, looking, gets it inside to Filippowitz, back out to Kepperling. She takes a jumper, elbow left of the free throw line and drills it. Kepperling's first field goal, she's got three. We are tied at 39 with a buck 30 to go here in the third. Here's Grace Reedy with a steal as she tries to come up. Kaplan steals it right back, tries to drive to the bucket, gets turned shut off. It ends up in Aaliyah Ware's hands. It bounces around. Grace Reedy ultimately has it. She's got the dribble 10 feet straight away. Looking to drive the lane. Nice job, Kaplan. As she tries to get it to Ware, Lauren Williams gets the ball, takes it the length of the floor off the glass and scores. Lauren Williams with six. A two-point lead, and as Exeter tries to bring it up, Meredith Filippowitz shuffles the feed it's a turnover on the travel and twin valley will have it 22 turnovers tonight twin valley inbounds the ball kilgore has it top key take it to the right side looking for baseline 
is Kaplan. Bring it out to Kilgore, top key left. Tries, gets a pass inside to McClune. Back it back out to Lauren Williams for a three. It's short. They battle for it. Kepperling has it. They're going to call possession there. Olivia Smittinger able to tie her up. Exeter will have it on the possession. Ian, a game where you want to talk about possessions? Probably more this game than I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a lot. Here's Aaliyah Ware on a fast break. Able to go up off the glass and score. Nice job on the transition there. Aaliyah has four. It's We've got a tie game at 41. And as the drive goes to the bucket, Ellie Kaplan is fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Exeter taking a look. I think it was in the act of shooting anyway, so she's going to go to the line. They give the foul to Meredith Filippowitz. That's her second. First free throw rainbow. Almost hits the up top of the backboard. Comes down, but no good anyway. She'll get one more. It's on the way. This one's strong, no good. Grace Reedy with the rebound. 20 seconds on the clock. Grace has the dribble. She takes a three. It's short, but there's Maggie Kopansky with the rebound. Can't get it to fall. Twin Valley on the fast break. There's six seconds left. Good defense by Exeter. It goes off of Twin Valley. It's another turnover. They're going to call a travel. So Exeter brings it in. Kopansky gets it in. Four seconds on the clock. Grace Reedy has the dribble. Stops. Fires just inside midcourt. It ends up short. And we've got a barn burner here at Twin Valley. After three, we are all tied up at 41. We'll be back with fourth quarter action after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Burke's County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Well, Leon, 41 all after three. Grace Reedy has played every minute yeah. of this game. She's got 26. She's going to be key coming down the stretch. She's going to be key coming down the stretch, but I'm worried with this Kilgore young lady that's on this court. She could be a problem in this fourth quarter. Twin Valley has possession to start this fourth quarter. Kilgore gets it inside to Lauren Williams, puts up an eight-footer on the right side. No good. Lily Kepperling with the rebound. She is being hounded by McClune. Able to get it to Aaliyah Ware, who's got the dribble now in the offensive set. Maggie Kopansky beyond three on the left. They play catch back and forth. Aaliyah Ware has it back. 
Get it to Lily Kepperling. She turns and looks, but just as she does, McLoon gets a hand on it. It's loose. They scrap for it. It's off of Twin Valley. It'll stay right here. There's the quickness. Give McLoon a lot of credit, yeah. not only on the offensive side. She's been very, very physical here on the defensive side. Yeah, but uh, Kepperling has to be aware of who's coming from and where they're coming from. Exeter brings it in, looking to get it inside to Grace Reedy. They do. She stops five feet right baseline and hits it. Grace has 28. Here's a jumper from Lauren Williams, 15 feet left baseline. She hits it. Lauren Williams has eight. We're at 43 all. Exeter in the offensive set. Grace Reedy trying to go baseline, nothing there, backs it out. Kepperling trying to get it to Aaliyah Ware, but it's a turnover. Here's Lauren Williams at the other end, can't put the layup in, but they're gonna call the foul on Lily Kepperling. That's gonna be her third. Aaliyah has to go get that ball. I mean, you, you're the point guard, you're, you're, your player's in trouble. Go and get that, make sure that you're the, in the good hands. Something that we've seen as you mentioned, instead of going to the ball, they sit back a little bit, trying to wait it for them. And Twin Valley's done a very good job of being aggressive and going to the ball in the defensive set. They're very aggressive on the defense. They're putting so much pressure on Exeter, and Exeter just responding really not well to, the, to that pressure at all. Twin Valley's free throw woes continue. The first missed. The second on the way, this no good. Exeter with the rebound. It's in Grace Kel uh, Grace Reedy's hands. Yeah, <laughs> go figure. Here's Grace Reedy driving baseline. I'm sorry, just driving paint on the left side. Off the glass and scores. She's got 30. It's a two-point Exeter lead. The ball being slapped around a little bit in the Twin Valley offensive set. It ultimately goes off Twin Valley. So it's another turnover. The Princess of Monaco comes through for Exeter. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many times, for whatever reason, of all nights, that is on my mind. I, I couldn't tell you why. Not that I've seen any of her movies lately. Exeter in the offensive set. Chase Flood has it. She's got the dribble left to right. Williams guarding her. She hands it off to Grace Reedy. Grace gets it to Leah Schmidt, who does a nice job driving the lane. Andreessen Wyatt. Fouls her as she tries to go up for the layup. That was a good, very good turn by um, Schmidt. That's exactly what you want. She is going to be a promising player. Very aggressive in the paint. And a great pass by the princess, yeah. too, Ian. A beautiful yeah, pass by the princess. I'm doomed, I know. <laughs> Absolutely doomed. Leah's first free throw up and good. Yeah, sometimes things happen. You have no idea why. <laughs> well, the princess better take up, need to take them home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the second free throw, no good. One out of two there. 46-43 Exeter. Here's Twin Valley, and as they're in the offensive set, a pass goes awry on the far right baseline. It's out of bounds. Another turnover. Exeter ball. They bring it in full court. Twin Valley has the press on. I think the official blew the whistle. They're moving as far as where they're going to inbound the ball. It's going to be full court instead of on the side. Yeah. Exeter inbounds it. 
Maggie Kopanski has the dribble. She's bringing it up. There are four players all over her. Get it ahead to Chase Flood. Now Twin Valley gets back. Here's a long three from Grace Reedy on the right side. No good. Andresum Wyatt comes up with the rebound. They battle for it. No possession there. They're going to call a foul. Let's see who they give it to. It's Leah Schmidt. That's her fourth. It is the third for Exeter of this fourth period. 5.39 to go. Haley Kilgore has the dribble for Twin Valley. Chase flood guarding her. Kilgore gets around her, tries to go baseline. Tries to get it back to Andreessen Wyatt. She does get it back. It hands, ends up in the hands of Kaplan. She loses it. It's slapped around a little bit. Chase Flood has it. Gets it ahead to Grace Reedy. She goes strong up off the front rim, and it drops. That's a lot of contact also. I'm like, how is that not a foul? Grace Reedy with 32. It's a five-point Exeter lead, and we've got a timeout on the court. Taking a look to see what we've got. I'm going to bet it's a full. I'm going with the full. It is a full timeout. 48-43 <laughs> Exeter. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Ian Grace came into this game 1,111 points in her career, 32 tonight. She's, I think it was something about 278 points away from Courtney Crockett's 1389. So nights like tonight certainly help. Well, nights like tonight definitely help, and she's just a talented scorer, man. She just does it all kinds of different ways. Here's a long three from Andreessen Wyatt for Twin Valley. No good off the side of the rim. Nobody can catch up to it as it goes out of bounds. So Exeter will bring it in. 4.53 to go in the fourth, 48-43 Exeter. Aliyah Ware has the dribble. 10 feet beyond three, mid-quarter left side. Get it back to Grace Reedy, but she can't control the pass. It's off her foot, goes out of bounds. It's another turnover for Exeter. So Twin Valley will get it. I was just about to say they were playing so much better not turning the ball over in the second half. Kilgore decides to put up a three, but it's partially blocked by Chase Flood. Ends up in the hands of Grace Reedy. She's got the dribble Kaplan on her. Give Twin Valley credit. They've done a good job as far as trying to, believe it or not, close off Grace Reedy, and she still has 32. 
There they get it inside to Ooh. Meredith Filipowicz. She can't put the shot down. They battle for it. It's going to be a possession. It'll stay right here. That was a good pass, though. I mean, you, you get into that paint. That was an easy shot. Just rolled off the rim. Kilgore takes his seat. Sophomore center Emma Hahn comes into the game for Twin Valley. Chase Flood brings it in to the right of their basket. She's looking, looking, looking. Gets it to Aaliyah Ware. The dribble comes out to the top. Here's Maggie Kopansky. Gets it to Grace Reedy, who's looking to drive the paint. She goes in strong mm. off the glass. Scores with the underhanded scoop and will go to the line for one. As a princess should. <laughs> the old you can stop her. You can't stop her. You can only hope to contain her. That's the line. Well, they can't contain her either, and they can't stop her. That's exactly right. She's got one, and the free throw, she's a perfect seven for seven from the line. She's got 35. It's an eight-point Exeter lead, 345 to go. And as Twin Valley takes it up court, they're tied up yet again. Twin Valley will keep it on the possession. Bring it into Lauren Williams. She's got the dribble. Meredith Filipowicz knocks the ball away from her. Ball slapped around a little bit. Here's mm. taking a look. Andreessen Wyatt gets it, able to put a floater in the lane and score. She's got three on the night. 51-45 Exeter, 3.20 to go here in the fourth. Chase Flood has the dribble, looking to drive, gets it back to Meredith Filippowitz. Nice head fake, mm. puts up a 10-footer on baseline left. Oh. No good, they battle for it. This is going to be Exeter ball on the possession. Nice job, Filippowitz. Able to follow her missed shot, tie it up, and Exeter keeps possession. Chase Flood bringing it in, looking, looking, looking. Get it to Grace Reedy. She saves it, but she's on the end line. So Twin Valley won't have an opportunity, but it is a turnover. They won't have an opportunity for a fast break, that is. That was a demonstrative yeah. call by the ref. It is a turnover by Exeter. So here is a long three. Mm. Off the glass, baseline left by Colette Lennon, and she hits it. It's her second three. She's got six. And all of a sudden, a three-point. Here's Aaliyah oh. Ware driving the lane. Can't get the layup to fall. It was uncontested. It goes out of bounds off of Twin Valley. Aaliyah did a great job as far as driving to the lane. Couldn't get the layup to fall. Just couldn't finish. It just rolled right off that rim. So Exeter will bring it in to the left of their bucket. Inbounded to Aaliyah Ware. 2.45 to go in the fourth. 51-48. Exeter. Aaliyah Ware has the dribble, bringing it out well beyond three. Hands it off to Grace Reedy. She's got the dribble, looking to go baseline. She goes in the paint, and they're going to call Are her for an offensive foul. Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah, that's a, I think that's on. a bad call right there. You've got the defender sliding her feet. Uh, certainly doesn't have possession. I think they're going to say that Grace may have lowered her shoulder into that one. But only the second foul, but the fourth team foul with two and a half to go. Twin Valley in the offensive set. 
rotating the ball around three. It's on the left side beyond three. They try to get it inside, and as she makes a, an ill-fated pass, it ultimately gets there, but they're going to call a foul on Exeter. See as far as who they call it on. I think Meredith Filipowicz. It's going to be her third, and of course, with that foul, it puts Exeter in the penalty. Well, it might not be a bad idea to foul the way Up, they shoot it. They've actually, I'm not sure, I don't know if they called that a foul or not because it would have been the fifth team foul, but they reversed it. It's only a four as far as that. Here is Twin Val in the offensive set. Schmidinger tried to make a layup no good. Here's Grace Reedy putting up a three from the right side, and she drills it. 38 for Grace Reedy. Had a six-point Exeter lead. Ian is so entertaining to watch, man. Oh, my gosh. That was nice. She just got it, took a step back, fired away, and nothing but net. So as Twin Valley is in the offensive set, a foul is called. They're going to give it to Aaliyah Ware. It's her first, but it's the team's fifth. So this time, McClune goes to the line for two. The first one bounces around no good. Uh, where, where, where is her range? Because I'm like, that range was just a bomb. <laughs> Almost on the end line over there, or the sideline. The second free throw up and good by McClune. Four for five from the stripes tonight. 54-49, Exeter. Oh, look out. Here's Aaliyah Ware with the dribble. She'll get it to Maggie Kopansky. Back it out to Chase Flood. Here's Meredith Filipowicz getting it back out to Chase Flood. Aaliyah Ware has it now. Top key beyond by about 10 feet. She's got the dribble, looking to try to get into the lane. McClune doing a nice job keeping her out. She hands it off to Grace Reedy. She gets a high pick. Get it back to Aaliyah Ware. Aaliyah hands it back to Grace. Grace dribbling right to left, gives it to Chase Flood. Chase gets the dribble out. Get it to Aaliyah Ware in the paint. She goes to drive. It's off of her leg. It's a turnover for Exeter. And it'll be Twin Valley ball. Nice idea there to get in the lane. Lost it at the last minute. Actually, it, it might have been tapped by a Twin Valley defender. And there's a timeout on the floor. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here. Let's set the stage. 120 to go here in the fourth. 54-49 Exeter. Ian, 38 from Grace Reedy. Is there anything we can't see Man, this young lady do? That last shot that she made was... She, she almost had me jumping off this daggone building. I'm like, that, that was one heck of a shot. Just came up and just like, with no hesitation, just pulled it. She is, man, she's talented as a scorer. She just gets it done every kind of which way. Scoops, jumpers, all kind of stuff she does. I'll tell you what, what a pleasure it is for us here at the Exeter Sports Network. Of course, we bring these girls to you multiple times during the course of the year. And to be able to see just the talent yeah. <laughs> that we're seeing tonight. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. And Darren, what else? Who, who else covers girls basketball? Absolutely nobody. So here is Haley Kilgore back in the game. Drives baseline, kicks it out. Here's a drive on the left side by Schmittinger. She can't get it. 
Twin Valley has it, but as they try to get it back out to Kilgore, it goes through her hands and out of bounds. So it's another turnover for Twin Valley. 104 to go in the fourth. It's a five-point Exeter lead. They break the full-court press. Here is Grace mm. Reedy driving the lane. <laughs> she can't get the underhanded scoop to go, but she will go to the line for two. Let's make those free throws and let's get up out of here. Give the foul to Ellie Kaplan. It's her third. Grace's first rattles home. She's got one more. It's on the way. It's good. Grace, a perfect nine for nine from the charity stripe. 40 points on the evening. Here's Kilgore looking to drive the lane. Nice knock away by Meredith Filippowicz. She gets it back, puts up a three, mm. and hits it. Mm. Haley Kilgore not going to say this game is over just yet. And as Exeter brings it up, Twin Valley knocks it out of bounds. And we've got a timeout on the floor. 37.3 to go. 56-52 Exeter. And Ian, just when you think that Exeter has a little momentum, they're able to stretch that lead a little bit. I'm not going to say just Haley Kilgore, but somebody on Twin Valley able to step up and close the gap. But Haley Kilgore just made a big bucket, and I, I would love to see if she was healthier to see her and Grace Reedy go at it back and forth. Kilgore with 13 as far as the scoring is concerned. Taking a look elsewhere as far as Emma McClune, the senior guard for Twin Valley. She's got 12 for Exeter. Well, it's Grace Reedy. She's putting up a 40 spot. It's a lot of Grace Reedy, you know, so they have to just be solid with the ball right now and make sure they have the ball in a good free throw shooter's hand. Exeter bringing it in. Chase Flood gets it to Aaliyah Ware. We're at 35 seconds to go here in the fourth. They foul her right away. That is going to be, I believe, their fifth team foul. Oh, that's their fourth, I think. It is yep, the fourth? Yep. Okay. So they update the left side before it actually happens. So their team's fourth. Chase Flood inbounding. She's looking, looking. Get it to Grace Reedy. She gets it right back. Yeah. And as she's dribbling left to right, she's fouled. That'll be the team's fifth. Chase will go to the line shooting two. Grace should not be giving that ball up. I don't care who's coming at you. You hold that ball because you're the best free throw shooter and you're smoking hot right now. Chase is first on the way and she hits it. Big free throws here. It's back to a five-point lead. She'll have one more. It's on the way. It's short. Good job, Meredith. But Meredith Filippowicz with a huge rebound. Grace Reedy had it, gets it back to Aaliyah Ware, who's fouled. She'll go to the line for two. That was a huge rebound from Meredith Filippowitz on the missed free throw, yeah, allowing Exeter to potentially expand on this five-point lead. First free throw up, no good. That's what Coach, Coach Wolf was telling Grace. Hold the ball and take the foul. 
Aliyah's second. Bounces around, no good. They Meredith. battle for it. And there is Meredith Filipowicz again coming up with a huge rebound. She gets fouled, and she'll go to the line for two. I'll tell you what, those two rebounds from Meredith as big as a rebound that you could have gotten in this game. Massive. I'm like, that's just great hustle to just will to get that ball. Meredith's first free throw up and good. She'll have one more. No good, rebounded Twin Valley. 25 seconds to go, it's a six point Exeter lead. Kilgore puts up a three and she hits it. Good Lord. 15.9, it's fifth. Oh, that's a two? Oh. They gave her a two? I looked at her foot, it certainly looked like it was beyond the three. They're gonna say it was a two. So give her a two, everybody. Making sure that we're aware it's a two. Princess on the line. So 15 <laughs> for Kilgore. Grace mm. comes back to the line. Misses the first. That's her first miss all night. Or second miss, I should say. Nine for 11. Here it mm. is. That bounce is no good. Twin Valley right. tries to force the issue, but they throw the ball too far. Maggie Kopansky runs it down. Call a travel. They're going to try to say, let's see, they're calling a travel on yeah. Maggie there? Yeah. All right, so a travel on Exeter. We'll turn it back over to Twin Valley. Full timeout. A full timeout. 10.6 to go, 58-54 Exeter. We'll keep it right here. Why not? Just stay. So, you're exactly right, Ian. In this situation, it's a matter of if Exeter, regardless of what happens, obviously you don't necessarily want to foul here, or maybe you do just because of the percentage. But uh, I wouldn't say it's something that you want to do first and foremost. But when you're bringing that ball in, if they happen to score, it's got to be in Grace's hands. It has to be in Grace's hands. I know she just missed those two last free throws, but I always want the ball in her hands because Majority of the time, she's going to make her shots. Indeed, she is. So, coach is imploring as far as team defense. Coach Wolf giving his players, again, just pretty much as far as, hey, this is the situation, just like any good coach does. You slow it down, mm -hmm. and you teach situational ball. There's... 17 seconds yeah. left. We've got a four-point lead. No, we don't want to foul. Be smart. And when we bring it in right away, whether or not he's going to have them, looks like they've got two timeouts left. So if they get the rebound, and they obviously Twin Valley's going to foul right away, or do you call the timeout? So we'll see how it plays. 10.6 actually on the clock. Twin Valley bringing it in. They get it actually, and Aliyah Ware steals the inbounds pass, and nobody goes after her at all. Five seconds run off the clock. That was yeah. a really weird situation. When mm -hmm. the ball came in and Aaliyah grabbed it, I thought, well, Exeter's not bringing it in, are they? Yeah. No, that was, I passed the ball directly to Aaliyah. Like, it was just the weirdest thing. Right. Darren, Darren everybody in the gym had the same thought you did. <laughs> well, when I looked over, I thought, I didn't think Exeter had the ball. All right, so Aaliyah wears on the line for two. First on the way, it rims out no good. 
She'll have one more. Second free throw up and good. It extends to a five-point Exeter lead at 59-54, 5.6 on the clock. So, Ian, let's play Twin Valley here. You've got possession. What are you telling your team? You want to get a quick shot off with Kilgore going towards the basket to try to cut this lead down to back to three again. So if you can do that and get a quick foul, that's exactly what you want. But just don't let Kilgore get a, get a three-pointer and a foul. It makes the game a lot different, more difficult. And we'll turn the tables. Your coach, Wolf, what are you telling your team? Get up and press that ball. Because I mean, you want to have that clock run so she doesn't get a clean look and just have a clean entrance up the court. Because they're going to run more time off if you're pressing the ball. Indeed. So we've got about 15 seconds. Coach Wolf giving final instructions. The five out on the floor for Exeter right now. Aaliyah Ware, Grace Reedy, Chase Flood, Meredith Filipowicz, Maggie Kopansky. Twin Valley will be bringing it in the full length of the floor. So that doesn't help either when you're dealing mm -hmm. with less than yeah. six seconds on the clock, 5.6. But just like I, I said, I'm like, have Chase up and pressure that ball. The ball's okay. in. Aaliyah Ware okay. steals it. She's going to dribble, dribble, dribble. And they're going to let her dribble out the clock, and that's it. A hard-fought victory here at Elverson. 59-54 over the Twin Valley Raiders. We will be back with post-game comments after these commercial messages. You've been listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day 
makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragoSports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Elverson. I had to look around to figure out exactly what we were doing, but my head's back in the game. We have intern Ava Strauss with an interview. Ava, take it away. We're going to hold it right here until we get some sound issues taken care of. And while we do that, we still don't have it. So I'm going to give her my headset so you no. guys can talk to her. Oh, all right. We're going to give her Jerry's headset. There you go. All right, we're going to try that again. So I'm here with senior point guard number 12, Aaliyah Ware. Hi, Aaliyah. Hi. So what do you think helped you guys turn this game around in such a tight score? It was pretty close back and forth. I think just sticking together, we could have easily just gave them the game. Um, I think everybody played their own role, and we stuck together because last year that probably wouldn't have happened, and we probably would have just folded. But we held the game to ours, and this is basically our court now. Now, this game marks around halfway through your season. What do you think has benefited the team the most? I think definitely just defense. Like, we stick, stick by that word for sure. We practice that all 24-7 all in the gym. Um, and once again, just being, like, together more. Like, we know we're friendly, we're friends, and, like, it's just easier and it's more fun. Hey, what, what did Coach Wolf say to you guys at halftime about the first half and how you guys were playing? He said to just keep what, doing what we're doing. Um, this isn't this isn't their game. Like we just to not give up, and just keep playing our game, not play theirs. So, uh, Aaliyah, obviously you're the quarterback back there. Okay, mm. you've got got a little feedback. Go ahead and talk into that. Let's, Hello. All right, we got you. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for Jerry. Go ahead and say hi again. Aaliyah. Hi. There you go, and he'll turn that down a little okay. bit. So, Aaliyah, you're the quarterback back there, yeah. all right? Tell me as far as, you know, you've got to see the whole floor. You've got to get your teammates involved. What's going through your mind as you're, you're trying to slow things down and get everybody involved? Yeah, I just, I just wanted to relax my teammates, honestly. Like, I have – I see the court really better, I think, than anybody else. So, I see the gaps. I see where to just slow everything down and just get the easier shots instead of rushing it. No, that, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, you guys did a great job tonight. I'm proud of you guys. I'm like, way to battle through that. It was, the first half was a little bit struggleish, but you guys did a great job tonight. Keep Thank up the good you. work. All right, and Aaliyah, you're 2-1. and one. You're a top Burks, too. How's that feel? Great. <laughs> All right, so put the head down. Good luck. Congratulations on the win tonight, and certainly good luck the rest of the season. Thank you. All right, that's Aaliyah Ware. Senior point guard for the Exeter Eagles. Ian, let's talk about this 59-54 Exeter win. And 
if we took a look at that first half, certainly the yeah. second quarter, the momentum in that second quarter, the whole shift, of course, they finish up with a six-point lead after one, but they get outscored 18-9. Everything, and I mean everything, was going Twin Valley's way. So, yeah, you talked about what did Coach Wolf say at halftime, just keep doing what you're doing. Well, Grace Reedy kept doing what she does. She was absolutely <laughs> kept doing what she was doing, and they absolutely limit their turnovers down in that second half compared to the first half. I'm like, they had 22 in the, in, in the first half, and they completely limit that down. So that was a big deal. And, and for them to win this game because they just kept on, they just stayed in the game because they kept on turning the ball over, and that's why Twin Valley was in this game. And, of course, we have to talk about Grace Reedy. 40 points tonight. Wow. She was hitting from anywhere on the floor, whether it be five feet beyond three, whether it be a drive in the lane, underhanded, off the glass, dropping at home battling for rebounds, countless rebounds as far as tonight is concerned. Yeah. What else can you expect from well, her? This, 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 she did everything tonight. She did absolutely everything. She played defense. She, she scored. She brought the ball up. She was just a lot of pressure on her, and she responded to that pressure as that top player on the team. We've got Ava Strauss, our intern. Ava, you're obviously around Grace every single day. She has a 40-point game. What do you expect from her tomorrow? I, I honestly don't expect anything else. She is, like, one of the hardest-working student-athletes from Exeter ever, in my opinion. Um, I always say this. I may be biased because she is my best friend, but she, every time, no matter what team it is, no matter how much the other team gets told to guard Grace, get on Grace, she figures out a way every time to get around them whether it's layup, three, inside the paint, anything. She, she's a rock star. Yeah, indeed she is. And, again, a pleasure to watch. And she really does try, and, and we've talked about this too, the way that the, the, the team chemistry is looking, looking, looking for someone else to yeah. step up. It's, yeah. it's very, very easy yeah. when you kind of have her and you, you take it for granted and you let her do her thing and, hey, we won, great, I understand that. But from a standpoint of that team chemistry, you know, certainly a game like today, you know, Grace was looking for others. You know, she didn't necessarily want it. When she realized she had to take over the game, she did. In the second half, there were a lot more. Aaliyah was more aggressive. I'm like, those two massive rebounds by Meredith on the knee there, on those free throws, those gave them two extra possessions to get shots and make baskets and make their free throws. So that's those are huge plays that you, you, you'll see Grace is 40, but those two key rebounds right there, they were massive parts of the game. With And, and indeed, and, and I'll point out some other players because, again, not necessarily something you'll see in the box score, but you want to talk about, again, Meredith Filipowicz, those rebounds that you talked about, absolutely huge coming down the stretch. Missed free throws. Obviously, it takes away as far as a possession from Twin Valley. A couple of those times, even in the scraps, they get fouled. Exeter goes back to the line, able to knock down a few free throws mm -hmm. during that time. You got Leah Schmidt battling in there. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to be something special. Maggie Kopansky gives you solid minutes everywhere on the floor. Of course, we talk about Aaliyah where Chase Flood does a great job out there. So a lot of the intangibles that you won't see 
with Grace's 40 mm-hmm. that contributes to tonight's win? There's a lot of things that contribute to this, tonight's win. So I'm, they just have to just play with confidence. I'm like, it's just, I, I know that Grace is a star. Yes, she is. But everybody else, if everybody else just step up and just do their part and not play timid in the first half and play like how they did in the second half of that game, it's going to be a big deal for them. It absolutely will. At halftime, there were a couple things that we were looking at, things that they needed to get under control. Of course, we talked about Haley Kilgore trying to keep her under control. She comes in off the bench, scores 15. Talk about a spark plug for Twin Valley. She is absolutely. I I wish that she was healthy because I would have loved to see her and Grace go at it tonight if she was a health if she was a healthy player because she looks she has great handles she has a great she can get to the rim she can shoot a three just like how Grace can do all those things she is just as talented too and give credit to Twin Valley they got taking a look here Emma McClune to step up again averaging three points comes up big with 13 tonight and I think she and Kilgore were the only two in double figures Lauren Williams comes up with eight but when you take a look at it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different players for Twin Valley putting yeah. the ball in the yeah. net. When you're yeah. spreading it out like that, it got a little dicey towards the end. But give them credit. They needed to find other ways to score. Kilgore did get hers, but the team came together. The so team, give them a lot of credit. The team came together and found a way. This is a game that they, they had to win. Because I'm like... I, I don't think Twin Valley is a very good team. Kilgore is a very good player, but overall as a team, Twin Valley is not really that good. So if you lost this game, it would have been really devastating for Exeter. It really would be. And as far as the, the tie-ups, the one thing that, that I'll mention as far as the irony of this game is the number of times where the ball loose on the floor mm-hmm. and possession arrows. Uh, hey, Grace, fantastic. All right, oh, that's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, look at me. You know, hey, uh, uh, whatever. But, uh, no, just great game. Saying goodbye to the girls' team as they leave. But uh, the the tie-ups, and and we talked about this during the game as far as some fundamentals that uh, I think uh, Exeter has to go through. Mm -hmm. And you're right. There's going to be a lot of scrappiness going on, a lot of loose balls. And when you get them, you've got to know how to control, Mm -hmm. keep possession so that it doesn't allow for a lot of those tie-ups and, and that's the thing I mean, you, you, you got a lot of tie-ups because you don't you, you, you grab the ball you don't know where the guy where the defender is coming from and then you don't have your elbows out you're too close instead of getting your elbows out and start moving around moving the ball around and you just don't do those simple things and then you get like, someone just coming from the backside and tying you up and and all of a sudden you have a jump ball and the ball's going the other direction and give credit to the defense. The defense forced those turnovers. You know, we talk about the turnovers. Twin Valley, the defense forced enough turnovers there that even though when they were struggling, Twin Valley, other than putting together a little bit of a stretch, they're in that second quarter. Other than that, Exeter pretty much kept the pressure on. And Twin Valley, again, a lot of turnovers to really keep Exeter yeah. in this game. Yeah, they, they turned the ball over. Exeter turned the ball over a ton. Twin Valley turned the ball over a ton. And, and that's why that's why they lost that game because they they don't shoot a free throw well and then they turn the ball over on top of it, which it makes it for a big deal. What, what were they on free throw um, tonight, Twin Valley? Uh, let's see here. As far as if we take a look, they hit eight free throws all night 
And let's see if we can figure 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 15, 16, 17, 18, 7 of 19 yeah. from the I'm free throw That's line. the game right there. That's the game. So I'm like, Grace is making hers, and you're missing yours. So that's, that's, what, that's how you win and lose games, man. You've you, you got to make your free throws. Indeed. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up everything tonight from Twin Valley High School. Friends, the girls, next game, they're in action on Monday, January the 8th against the Conrad Weiser Scouts. The next broadcast for the Exeter Sports Network will be Thursday, January the 11th, and it's going to be the Burks 2 League battle against the Burks Catholic Saints. We will actually have a doubleheader that night. We will have a doubleheader. That's the second one we're doing this year. It is the second doubleheader we're doing. So the next girls broadcast will be along with the boys. Of course, that'll be Thursday. We actually have a boys broadcast prior to that. Tuesday, January the 9th, we will be in Robazonia. Yes, we will. For the Exeter boys to take on the Conrad Weiser Scouts. So a number of games coming up for the Exeter Sports Network and pretty exciting times, Ian, in Exeter. It's very exciting times. Uh, we're going to go fade that kid, Gingrich, down in um, Conrad Weiser. He's a really talented scorer, so they should be ready to go in that game also. And like, You can keep this momentum going. and You've been playing a really good, good basketball right now, so you just have to keep, keep that momentum going. Burke's Catholic at the top of the leaderboard as well, so certainly a lot on the line yeah. that night in Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium on the campus of Burke's Catholic. Let's not look ahead. We will not look ahead. <laughs> We've got the scouts first, and of course we will look forward to bringing it to you from Robazonia to an end somewhere around 6.50. That's what we always say. It always depends. This game actually, the JV ran a little longer, yeah. so we didn't get started for a little uh, after that. But, Ian, what a what a, an amazing night. I don't know what records are in Berks yeah. County, but 40 is special. 40 is special, and Grace Reedy is just a special player, so she just has to continue and just bring her teammates along with her as she goes for that ride. So, guys, before we go, I think we ought to send a thank you to Twin Valley AD Taylor Parker. She's always awesome whenever we have to deal with her. And to uh, everyone who worked the game tonight, everybody was nice and smiling. And to Superintendent Pat, Dr. Patrick Winters, who is the former assistant superintendent at Exeter. So thanks out to all those people for accommodating us so well as they do every time we're here. These people are gold, man. Indeed, they are fantastic. Whatever we need, they're always uh, right there to take care of us. So certainly appreciate everything that they've done here for us at Twin Valley. Well, friends, that's all from Elverson. Tonight's final, Exeter 59, Twin Valley 54. The Eagles move to 2-1 in Burke's two-league play, 8-3 overall. The Raiders fall to 1-2 in Burke's 2, 3-6 overall. For my partner, Ian Kelsey, intern Ava Strauss, producer Jerry Gellif, I'm Darren Ziner. Thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. God bless. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Lady Eagles basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. 
The game has been brought to you by MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, the new Birdies Inn, Exeter's best place for entertainment, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.